This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you MCU nerds out there. I'm Joanna, oh, nosy, Krupnik. And I'm Brian, it was all your fault, Plopsky. And I'm so happy you could skip the shiva to be here today. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are headed to the Egyptian underworld to balance our scales and giving you our immediate thoughts on the penultimate episode of Moon Knight, Asylum. But first, as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling this episode, the other four episodes of Moon Knight, probably MCU stuff, particularly WandaVision, Black Panther, and a lot of other uh, god-ish pieces from the MCU. So this is your spoiler alert alert. Um, But we are headed into the MCU sector of the Nerdverse, so Joanna... I'm going to need to see your passport for MCU. I feel like I've been here a lot this month. Yeah, we <laughs> have been here a lot. There I'm hasn't like been a lot over of... it. Yeah, but it's it's fine. I have seven. Um, yeah. I feel I like mean, you have memori- memorized my passport by now. Yeah, I do. I have eight arc reactor stamps. But yeah, uh, yeah but we'll be in... Um, we'll be in the Star Wars sector a little bit. We were in Harry Potter for a little bit. That's, That's true. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, we're still here in the MCU, and, and we are having a great time. Um, but before we we do that, Jonah, have you been enjoying uh, Star Wars Skywalker Saga? Okay, so I didn't. I have not watched Jay. He's been playing it on Twitch because I don't want it spoiled. Is it weird to like? This is a whole new world for me. Are there spoilers for video games? Because I feel like I. Like, I don't want to watch things I haven't gotten to yet. Do Am I alone in this? No, I, I there are definitely people, like, especially some of the new, this one's a little different because it, it's the Skywalker saga, so, like, we know what's going to happen. That's true. Um, but, like, there are lots of narrative games, like The Last of Us and stuff like that, where people did not, they wanted to play it through themselves and not be spoiled about what the new story would be. So that is not a wild, crazy thing. Well, or, like, what cool stuff happens. Like, I'm, I'm in the process, I've beat, Mario Odyssey, but I'm in the process of getting all the moons and I'm going world by world. But like, I don't know what to know what happens at the very end. I don't want to know where all the moons are unless I really am stumped. And then I do happily watch some playthroughs and I'm like, oh, that's where it is. Sure, sure, sure. That gives me a lot of joy. Um, but you asked about Skywalker. Uh, I love it. It is a little confusing as I don't, I've never played other than when I babysat a 10 year old, any of the Lego games. And I think he played like indiana jones maybe lego um so i but he had like already beaten it so the way he and i were playing which i believe is called free play um was quite different and we weren't like following any narrative so it's a little daunting um and i feel really crappy at it and also i get a little nauseous um as i do sometimes in a game before i get used to it this mm. is like a quicker camera and like, cause I was nauseous when I started Odyssey too. Um, so I've had to go in short spurts, but I also got really frustrated. So I just stop a lot. Um, sure. But I love it. And I love seeing, cause I've seen Bat- Lego Batman and I 
So now having played the games, I see how they have like the funny little Lego-fied vignettes, like the little movies that you watch. Mm -hmm. It's so, and it's very funny. So not only is it a great game and it's like so cool to like be your favorite characters and like do and learn about the ships and all this stuff. It's also just like also watching a funny Lego movie. So I love it. Are you, you're like done already? No, you can't possibly be done. No, 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 no. We're we're playing it through chronologically, so we Same. are on Endor right now. Oh, so you've already beaten Sith. Yes, we so are. So you've already beaten three movies, basically. Four, well, five. Five movies. Sheesh. But but not to completion. Like we we You've just we're, done the bear the narr- like the missions. Uh, yeah, and, and we've gotten a lot of Kyber bricks, but like not a ton. Uh we haven't gotten them all, which I'll eventually go back and like do all that stuff once I have more characters. I wonder, is it fu- like I haven't tried with Justin. Is it I mean he's watched, but I haven't like had us join controllers. Is it is it kind of fun to do two people? To co-op? Super fun. Co-op is super fun in this game. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we'll do that. Speed yeah. it up a little bit. Um, but let's 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 get into this episode of Moon Knight. Yes. I can't believe there is only one left. Yeah. What did you think of this episode, Asylum? Ooh. Well, um, I enjoyed it. Well, enjoyed is the wrong word. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I don't really want to have to watch it again because sure. it was really emotional. Um, but I, I do wish this episode had a little more room to breathe. There was so much, uh, in there. And Oscar Isaac, of course, is like the reason that it really worked, mm-hmm. um, you know, to get it all there and to like yeah. hit those beats was Oscar's performance. I mean, I can't, I can't stress to you how hard that job is. And also like, I know that, I just, I forgot that they they recorded these kind of separately. I mean, in a way, to put the two of them in there as different characters. Well, no, like Marvel th- Marvel cloned him, and they <laughs> <laughs> Marvel is Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's like incredible. So he he I can't speak highly enough about his capabilities, but um, I I don't think this is the best Marvel penultimate show episode i'm curious what if you think where it lies um but it certainly was very good it reminded me a lot of this the penultimate episode of wandavision um which is like we got the hero's journey like we gotta sure get the get them where they have to be and we get a lot of answers but um but that also works there are the reason people keep doing that so it was really sad um (laughs) Totally. I I think, uh, and we can talk about that moment, but like, I think it happened in the correct way. It's just, yeah, that was really sad. What did you mm-hmm. think? Um, I really liked it. I thought it was very good. Um, I have some bones to pick with this episode. Um, uh, I think um, I thought one thing and then another, and, and I, I do want to uh, talk about like some of the specifics of his characters, um, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. I thought it... it I'm kind of torn in this episode because I really liked it emotionally. I teared up. It was very emotional, but um, there were some pieces of it that, and that I just like couldn't buy into such Um, as. So two things. The first thing is for, for, for Steven 
it was very emotional for him figuring out that he is not the he is not the prime personality. He called it the primary or something. Yeah, the primary personality, and that's a big deal. However, this TV show treated as a twist. And and maybe it's just because I we know a little bit more about Moon Knight than maybe a lot of people do. But like that wasn't a twist. We knew that already. We knew that Mark Spector was the primary. You know what I mean? Even though the show gives us Steven first and is trying to make us think that Mark is not the primary. But like it's very clear to me that he is the primary. So that wasn't a twist. It was emotional. But like. It wasn't like a big like reveal or twist because we we kind of knew. Right. You know well, t- yeah, I know what you mean. I think to me it was more a tool to show to give Mark a something to grapple with that would eventually lead to his choices. Um, while I I yeah I it, I don't think it was meant for us to be a reveal, but I think we needed to see him um, or maybe it was for like the cheap seats in the back to realize that, you know, he had, um, he had a different thought about what his life was. Yeah. I understand all of that. I totally understand that why it was there for character purpose. And I loved all that. And I think it works and it's supposed to be that way, but like, it was also kind of supposed to be this big – it seemed as though with the music and the way that was shot and filmed, it was not only supposed to be a reveal for the character but like a, a reveal for the audience. But like mm. didn't really work for me if that's what they were going for. Um, but the biggest problem I have with this is that it doesn't make sense The um, what, what Steven's purpose was um, – in terms of being that other personality because Steven does not remember the mother being mean spirited or, or abusive or, or blaming him. He still thinks of his mother as this like amazing woman um, who was so sweet to him. However, altars are created to protect the primary and they take the brunt of the abuse, which is what we see. We see that when Mark's mother is coming into the room, he brings out the um, Stephen character, the Stephen personality, to take the brunt of all of that terror and trauma from his mother. Then, then it should be Mark that doesn't remember these things and that Stephen remembers all of these things because Stephen was the present one when he was being beaten by his mother or when he was being tortured by his mother. So the, the, the narrative that they're creating that Mark remembers everything and Stephen doesn't, even though Stephen was the one that he switched into when his mother was, at least in that one sequence, when his mother was being abusive, does not make sense. Interesting. Um, when you're saying it now, I didn't really even think about that, I guess. And again, I don't know really how DID works, but I thought it was more what's going on in his head as an escape, escape, you know, escapist route to process what's happening. But you're right. It's still, it's still, I mean, we didn't see it because it the doors closed and they went away. But 
we would imagine it was done to him, you know, his yeah. tormented mother. So you're right. It in the literal thing, it would be that Stephen was present. I mean, maybe he went back out again to protect yeah. Stephen and to keep himself, but but maybe Stephen was where he went to to just have a moment of reprieve, and then maybe he decided he'll take you know he'll he'll take on this as St- as Mark for a majority. I don't know. Yeah, the other thing is in this episode, um, I am con- Jake Lockley was in this episode. Right. So they make mentions that obviously keep it open. I'm curious as to why they're saving this for the end because it's not like it's not a huge deal. And also his scale should be balanced now. So this is what I thought. So, okay. So I bring up Jake Lockley, his third personality that we haven't not, we haven't met yet. But is mentioned in the comics. Yes. Yeah. Um, So they talk about, so we brought this up back. We brought this up last week. The first thing we brought up last week was that who asked the other tour guide out at the museum because Stephen wouldn't have and Mark wouldn't have because of that. So we think there's someone there. Then Mark is blacking out and Stephen doesn't remember what happened. And he's in a taxi on the way to the airport. Yes, exactly. So that's another thing that, that kind of adds to that. I am convinced that the and then we see this that third that that other sarcophagus shaking yeah. trying to let something out. Mm-hmm. This is my meta theory about this. In the scene where J uh, excuse me where Doctor Harrow is talking to uh, we believe it's Mark um, mm-hmm. in that room and uh, he's talking about like the difference between sense and nonsense yeah. and then. He kind of snaps and he grabs the prism and then they inject him with the um, sedative. The sedative. Um, when he stands up, he has a really strong New York accent. His face and body changes and he's talking out of the side of his mouth. That's 100% the Jake Lockley character coming out and protecting him. I'm convinced of it. And then we checked it on Reddit and like people had the same theory. I, I couldn't like process it and people have the similar theories that that's what happened. Um, so I think that's what happened because I think that Jake is going to save the day as the third personality. And I bring this up because what if Jake was the one taking the brunt of all of the beatings, but we didn't, they, they skipped that moment because, because we'll go back and fill in those pieces. Another portion of that is, I think that this is like some inception level stuff and maybe I'm totally wrong, but. Harrow, Dr. Harrow in the uh, mental institution is talking to the one person in the room, but it keeps switching back to the two of them. Mm-hmm. I think what's happening to the two of them in the underworld uh, like and, and the, the field of reeds and stuff like that, what's happening there is – um, actually, not is is happening below the surface of the person in the Doctor Harrow room, because they keep cutting between the two things, and then each personality keeps coming out um, to Doctor Harrow as different things are happening, and that's why, like, then 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 at the end, Stephen comes out, and then it's Stephen realizing all these things about his mother. Yeah. I, I think there's some sort of like thing there, and then the last thing that I will say. Is that in episode one, when that little girl is little Ravenclaw the, girl is putting <laughs> her gum into the um, 
the pyramid, he yeah. goes to sh- he goes to show her the sarcophagus and tells her about like how they removed everything, and then she yeah. makes a comment to him saying like, "Did it suck when you were rejected from the field of reeds?" He's like, "What? I'm not dead." Um, yeah. So that's somehow going to. That. Uh, people are saying I, I read that some people think it's Amit, um, like like among us, because um, she, she can see the future um, of that. Um, so that's one thing. Oh, the last thing. The reason I thought of all of this is because I thought we were going to be introduced formally to Jake Lockley in this episode because they needed the third heart to balance the scales. Ah, uh, I thought it was going to be because neither of them could deal with the Shiva. Like when he was outside mm. by a taxi wearing this all black outfit, which is like, you know, Mr. Knight has the white suit. I mean, I know it wasn't a superhero suit, but I thought it was sure, like sure. the opposite of Mr. Knight, like Mr. Dark or something. And then he has sure. a, like a thing like that. I was like, this is they need. a. This is when a third will be born because neither of them can handle what this means. So th- that was another fake me out. I needed to now go back and watch that moment with the prism in the um, in the doctor's office because that would be great. I just I just don't know why. Like I like I love this idea, but it's like why are you? I I am so curious why you'd save it because it's not a people have now figured it not figured it out, but people are expecting it, which of course they don't know when they made the show that people would have caught sure. on. But it's like. We're gonna have time to grapple with that in the third up in the last episode. There's so, a lot to cover for sure. Yeah. Um. No, I loved. I actually assumed that the little sassy Ravenclaw girl was just. Um. That was just foreshadowing. But you're right. That would be cool if he was just sort of in and out of a, of different bodies, like, and she could see it, you know, ahead and would had a moment of possession there or something. But um, yeah. I just really. I agree with everything you're saying, but I actually really liked, I didn't know how I would really care about the origins of Steven and his, and Mark's Mm. sort of DID personalities. If it was just going to be the night that he almost died and then Kanchu resurrected, this was like better than Bruce Wayne origin. Like this was (laughs) a really compelling one. That is very dark for Marvel Mm -hmm. and very dark for Disney. Um, But I really, I dug it because it really makes, like, it it really pulled at, like, the core uh, sort of emotion that I wanted to feel for this new character that we're being introduced to. Uh, It completely makes sense, especially since a child, it was starts as a child for him um, that I buy into all that and... um, yeah, so I really liked that. And I also know that it had to end the way it did because we can't, you know, I'm hoping that going forward, Mark, assuming that we don't have a Jake and tough to grapple with that, I'm I'm hoping that Mark will have bits of Steven more prominently displayed in his life sure. um, so we can get a merge because I love Steven's humor and I love his optimism and his knowledge mm-hmm. and it's it's all there i mean it's mark so this is just you know a byproduct in in this head so i know yeah. that he's there but i hope we get a merge of balance in the end is what yeah. i do hope my hope is that this ends with because i find it very interesting too i liked this episode a lot don't get me wrong 
Um, but th- I'm hoping that the end of the show is about him finding the balance with all of his parts and they free Conchu and he can, you know, use these three. Par- Again, I'm making the assumption of Jake, but he uses these three parts because his real power you know, it could be the idea of using the three of his personalities to be one like superior person. Um, yeah. and you know, but still have the suit and stuff like that. Um, for anyone, excuse me, for anyone listening, um, it's at about four minutes and 50 seconds into the episode when I believe that Jake Lockley actually comes out. Dr. Harrow asks him, you were just talking about a boy. You were just speaking about, you know, a boy, tell me more. And then it see, the, the camera zooms in on his face and he mm. like starts to change. His jaw does a funny thing. And then he like kind of freaks out. He snaps. And like, that's what I think the, the that's what I think happens with Jake Lockley. Yeah. I really think that's cool if that's true. Because mm-hmm. then it'll be there when they mention it next week, but you'll have already gotten there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the there was a lot of cool comic stuff, like you know the Putnam Medif- Medical Facility is directly taken from a, a Moon Knight, um, you know, uh, episode. No, no comic volume. Book? Yeah, book. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they talk about. I think Mark's father's name is um, Elias in that as well, um, and that is, I think where he was checked into when he did first, like his DID didn't first sort of manifest. Um, I loved, I'm sure everyone, you know, the astral plane mention was really cool because I've been wondering how this, this, you know, th- that was the bossed ancestral plane thing. I kept thinking about in the episode that we didn't love so much episode three. Um, so to hear that be spoken of as sort of a different, another version of this was really cool. Sure. But also something I didn't put together until this episode is that black Panther comes from an Egyptian God. Oh yeah. Is it Osiris? No, no, no. Bossed. Boss. I think so. I think it's bossed. Um, yeah, that is, that is really cool. And there's just like all these gods. I don't know how this, there's going to be Hercules. Like what, this is crazy. <laughs> so many gods. Um, yeah, but I'm sure a couple of them will get killed off by the gods. The god butcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked that. I thought it was kind of weird at the beginning when they showed us the series of like random clips that we would later get. But I was like. What do you mean? So it starts with the babbling brook and then, you know, going into the cave and then it's it's all uh, help and then it's it's all your fault and then he's in the office. But I guess that kind of mm-hmm. checks out with what your theory is because that's already been playing through. Yeah, because my assumption is like he, Mark has been talking and he, and he said something about a boy and then that triggers um, Jake to protect everybody and – I've watched it a couple times now. I am absolutely 100% convinced that that was Jake in that sequence. Yeah. No question. That's so cool. You now should, I really have to go watch it. You should watch it right now. I should. Yeah, should watch it, it right on air. Now? Yes, okay. do it right now. We're um, going to do this. There's For- also an actual – yeah, we'll do this live. Live in this moment. Um, I'm pulling out my iPad. We'll do this. We said it's four minutes. Four okay, minutes and 50 seconds into the episode five, Asylum. Um, uh, okay. while you're looking for it, a couple of other things that I really liked about this episode. Um, I thought the, um, you said four the, minutes, 45 seconds, four minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah. All right. I'm ready when you are, but 
Um, they also mentioned Bushman by name, which I did call out from the comics as his like mercenary bud. You did. I wonder if he's still alive or if Moon or Moon Knight's first like job was Bushman. Yeah, I liked how they had the idea of not just him dying out, but him actually trying to take his life. I thought that was really. Yeah, me too. Cool. Um, also in the comics, like he does kill his brother, but <laughs> fun fact, it's after he becomes a serial killer and is murdered by the Punisher. <laughs> so talk about some weird, uh, yeah. ground level superheroes. But anyway, okay. I'm going to press play on this. Okay, cool. My volume is semi on. Do you remember that boy? You think you could tell me about that little boy? Hey, thank you. I feel really great. Oh. They must pay you a lot of money in this place. Yeah. That's not Mark. That's Jake. I and this is before the the sedatives. Then there, they right? ju- then they put the sedative in, and then we have the two of them yelling at the hippopotamus. So totally because I think I think in that moment there was so much going on, and when I rewatched it, I wasn't paying as much attention. And I think I thought it was a byproduct of the sedative, but that doesn't happen yet. So yeah, yeah. like his talking weird, it's like yeah, that's total Jake. Cat taxi driver, New York's finest. Like that's totally that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm that's awesome. Um, god. Reddit is the best place when for shows like this. I know. Um, okay, so my my question for you is: I want to talk timeline, talking timeline. Um, talking timeline. So, what did you get timeline wise from like putting all these pieces together, like being a um, leaving home, becoming? Getting into the army, they said he gets discharged. Then you know, and, and then like, when does he become Conchu? When does he meet? Um, when does he meet his wife? When does he break up with her? When does his mother die? And all this—that was only two months before this. Like, you know, I guess I want to talk a little bit about that. Oh God, that is muddy. Okay, so. There's something said about two years. This is live, and I have not written this down or anything, so I probably am wrong 5,000 times. But there was something about two years ago said, right? I think Mom two died months two ago. years ago. I thought two months ago. Two months ago. Which is why, which is why what triggered like right. Mark to come out. Of, not Mark. Uh, uh, um, Steven. Steven to come out a little bit more. But how long had he been working at the – Museum. The museum. How did he set up the apartment? Did Mark set the apartment up for him so that, like, the hippie knows if he came out? Like, I, 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 I so want Le- more okay. of that. So let's work backwards. So Layla's already in the UK. Um, he's obviously doing a lot of mercenary, well, conchu stuff. Again, Europe, most likely. So he's already set up. So let's just say that he was in Egypt already, meets Layla. Gets married to Layla, lots of adventures. He has this place in London, goes home for the Shiva. Stuff gets 
starts to bleed together, and Mar and Stephen is sort of the one ret- who returns. But Layla says something in like episode two or something that's like you haven't been heard for from you in months, in like months or. But even she may even say a specific month amount. Like I haven't. You've been here for eight months, and you live around the corner or something. Like I, I don't remember what that number is. Right, and why would he? We then we don't know why he would have sort of gone silent on Layla because his mom only died two months ago. Right, but Mark doesn't. Mark Mark went silent on Layla before that because Kanchu wanted her instead of him. Oh, good call. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so he, he was left regardless her. of his mother dying. Okay, so he goes silent on her, does a bunch of bad dealings, then it's the Shiva, and Steven starts to really bleed in. Mm-hmm. Yes. I so guess. that, yeah, but I don't know, like, I guess, so I guess we're trying to figure out when Kanchu first happened. Because we don't know how long Layla and him have been married, but presumably it would be shortly before then. Like, how long has he been Moon Knight? Uh, well, he's Moon Knight when he meets Layla because, um. He feels bad because he killed her dad. And that's or why he didn't he, save her dad. That's why he seeks him or he got him killed because he tries to save him, as he says in this one. Right, but I didn't think he was already moved. I thought he was there. His dad died. Yeah, his dad died. Her dad died that night because don't they pass his body? Yeah, her dad died that night. But he, what I'm saying is he met her after that. Yes, but okay. he was Moon Knight that night too. That was his yes. first night as Moon Knight, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what? so what's left on the table in terms of timeline that is unknown? Um... I guess it's less about timeline and like how all these pieces came together. Um, yeah. I guess rewatching all of these and seeing if they drop like numbers. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not uh, just saying a vague months. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm super curious about all of that. Um, I will say you haven't watched severance yet, right? No. Okay. No spoilers for severance. I, I swear to everyone. Um, but I did have this will be vague if you haven't seen it. And if you have seen it, then you'll appreciate it. But I'm not talking to you, Brian, anymore. I'm just talking to you, Valida Seen Severance. Um, yes. when he says the the line about the mustache bit, uh Harrow with his creepy little mustache or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ned Flanders thing. Um yes. I at first was like, oh, that's his therapist that he mentions, but uh, those of you who've watched Severance, you'll realize that's actually Severance I was talking about, not Moon Knight. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, sorry, my sound is being weird. Yeah, because she says, "Sorry, I'm watching it right now." She says when he's like, "Like, so you have your own flat?" And he's like, "Oh, this is my mom's flat." And then Layla says, "Oh, you're talking to her again now." So yes. Layla doesn't know that the mother is dead. No, this is my mom's flat. Okay, so you guys are talking again. Um, and so he Mark, didn't even tell her that he died. She died. Yeah, because that must have happened two months Recently, before yeah. this moment. Um, uh, so I'm yeah I'm I'm just reading the subtitles, wanting to see if she because I know she says something about like a, a time period. Um. A time period in terms of how, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they have a lot of exposition on the boat in the, Mm, what is that? The second episode, third episode. They're in, 
they're I think in, they're Egypt. in Egypt. So that's like third or fourth episode. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Fourth, maybe. Ooh, yeah. It's running together. But I think you're right. There's some expedition on that boat. There's expedition in the tomb. And then there's some on their drive um, from from the, um, you know, scene where sh- they try to get the, mm-hmm. like, t- um, mummified, whatever, when she uses her coat in that cool way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool coat. So, yeah, that would be interesting to go back to to see. There's also another theory that I read online. Um, oh, tell me. That there's a comic version of this. <coughs> um. There's a comic version of this uh, where he actually – I don't know what it is totally. Um, but, like, there's a movie that was being filmed. Um, uh, and, and like, it's supposed to be, like, w- Mark thinks that the movie being filmed is reality. Anyway, there are two shots in some of these episodes where you can see cameramen, like, on the sides and then, like, green screens on the floor. That may just be a Marvel screw-up or – um, like we're about to, we're in for a whole nother world of a twist in the last episode. Weird. Wait, when do you see cameras and green screens? In uh, episode, the, when they're running through Egypt and fighting those guys, when yeah. they're coming through the alley, they knock down one of the um, rugs and you can actually see a camera guy on the side. So I don't oh, know if that's a, a mistake or not. It seems, uh, to be not followed through enough to be a non-mistake. Yeah, but that's I, I don't know. really bad continuity. So that's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that's something I, I did not catch that. I read that. Yeah, so that's really interesting. I, I found it after the fact, but I did read it the first time. Um Yeah, that's so weird. I mean, there's just too many layers if you're I mean, once you start they they like they they, they can't do all of this, right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. so much upon the shoulders of this finale. And again, Oscar Isaac does not have a contract beyond this. I mean, he could always have a new one, but he wanted initially to be able to to pull out, uh, for lack of a better term, sure. if he wanted to. And, you know, he lived through Apocalypse. Um, <laughs> so he wanted that option and he – and and. Kevin Feige said, this is going to be this, like, one-of-a-kind, one one-off thing. Like, you don't – it's fine. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think if it's successful, he's not going to – not he's not, not going to want to be part of this. But if this is just the story we're getting, I don't know. I'm still kind of like the why of it all. I also think at the beginning of the episode – remember when Harrow says that thing that's like – um. He says something about if uh, you like you feel like you're some sort of superhero, but you're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that all of us being like, is this guy a superhero or what? This does not feel like a superhero story in the way that yeah. we're used to. And I'm like, is that supposed to be meta? Like so that they're telling us like this isn't the superhero story that you came to see. But then I say, why? Yeah, I agree with you. I'm trying to figure out the why. But also this show, not this show, these shows do the same thing. Each one, like this, the, the last episode has to carry so much weight of the other episodes because they set so much up. I know. Because let's um, go through it. Like Loki, that's the Void episode. Yeah. Falcon, we get the boat, making the boat better episode. 
Um, Hawkeye, we get the reveal in the phone. I won't say what it is. We don't have to mm-hmm. spoil that. Um, and um, WandaVision, we get a look through her past, too. So, yeah. Uh, and we haven't gotten any. All of those, I believe, had or many of them had uh and then there's what if but i forgot after what after credit was. sequence up until this point already uh well no wandavision did, uh, wandavision did uh you're right we haven't gotten any after credit sequences yeah, and we've yeah. gotten like credits that change but i ugh, i freaking love those mm-hmm. just cuz it's like a way to just like get your appetite ready for next week yeah i wonder if there's going to be something doctor strange related at the end of next week i wonder if there's going to be well, just something Probably not. Probably something more like I would imagine at the end of next week's episode, we'll get something that's more related to connect things. Yeah. But in this world, meaning like blade blade or Eternals or Black Knight or something like that. I don't know because it takes. So, okay, so this leads me to my next question. Um, So I again, I know very little. I have seven stamps, but I would be quite pleased as sure. I am a Daredevil fan and a Batman fan, if what this turns out to be is he figures his shit out. Okay. And he is himself and all the best, all of the beautiful and complex parts of himself, but he is no longer conflicted or tormented by the weight of multiple personalities that he feels so he has his, you know, DID more under control or balanced, whatever you want to say. Okay, sure. And then he is he surpasses the need or he somehow like defeats what uh, you know, Kanchu uh brought about in him. Kanchu's now in stone. I want him to have some healing powers, but aside from that, he has his experience as a mercenary. He was already a really trained combat killer. He has his brains. And if he could just get like a little bit of healing power, he could just be a normal street level, level superhero. Yeah, and, and and help people by night, the people that need saving, just like Daredevil and Batman. Like that, I would be. That's what I I'd be happy to have that street level superhero introduced to the Avengers or whatever. Sure, I mean I don't think that's going to be the case, but I understand <laughs> I what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but now, when you say that, I'm wondering. I now I, I forgot about this line of like thought, but why did he? Why did Kanchu drop Harrow? Do you think that? Oh, Kanchu, we gotta find that out. Yeah, right. Do maybe this is what I'm thinking that Kanchu dropped Harrow because Mark kind of like found his way to Kanchu's doorstep, and um, he was better because he could manipulate him more because of his mind. And he has the mercenary skills. I, and I wonder if there's like a jealousy and an ego, um, tied into, um, uh, 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 how what Harrow's doing because he is mad that Conchu dropped him. And so, but he'll, he sought out Amit and things like that. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to, to figure that piece out. That, Right. Well, and let me ask you, and this would be a stupid question, and maybe I already know the answer, but why does Steven's DID benefit Khonshu, the fact that his mind is, quote, already broken, unquote? More fragile. Like, how would that benefit Khonshu? 
he can manipulate him more. I mean, it's big risk, big reward. He can maybe manipulate him more. He can use the multiple personalities to his um to his benefit in terms of like one of them is brilliant, one of them is a mercenary, um, you know, that type of thing. Uh and yeah. because and because Mark is already dealing with like sense versus nonsense and like he can buy into what Conchu is doing more because he's already kind of like confused. Yeah. That could be, or maybe it's an it's a way to compartmentalize some of his any misgivings that Mark has. Like, yeah, I, I guess I can see what you mean. If his brain is like working on a a thousand different levels already, there are places for Conchu to a hide, b manipulate, make him he's vulnerable. Sure. He can be susceptible. He can be manipulated. I said that already. So maybe yeah, okay, I'm seeing it now. So that and that is uh, again, we're supposed to see that because that's why Steven says that he's like a he says like you sneaky sneaky old vulture. Yeah, I I, do, I I do think that uh, what you brought up earlier, um, him trying to kill himself in front of a country's like mm-hmm. uh, a statue is his um his uh, uh what can I think of the word shrine? Um, yeah, my 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 thing there is also like. That it's not that he was dying; it was that he was actually trying to kill himself at his lowest point, and that yeah. the vulnerability is why Kanchu kind of started to take advantage of him, not because he was dying, but because he was ready to end his own life to do away with the pain, and Kanchu could help him like with that pain. True. I also am really like the the Tarawet thing was funny. First of all. Um, the actress Antonia Salib is the voice, and she's also quite beautiful. And I am sad if we just see her in this CGI the whole time and we don't sure. see a human form of her. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, she I I sort of like um I just sort of want to know like what like what what she plays, how she sort of she's saying things like Every you know, certain things are possible. Like we'll just turn around and we'll set you up there. But again, they're like going to die, which she does say. But then they think, well, we can somehow still get Conchu. I, I, that whole thing was kind of strange because I'm like, I mean, Mark, if you if you are put back on Earth, you are dead. <laughs> you are yeah dead. They're, like you can't be like. I can take five minutes and go do something and like yeah. come back and die. So, I did, I did like that, like that she was going to help them. Um, mm-hmm. However, like he still needed to balance the scales. Like there was still a step one for her to actually help him and pour them. Which is, which is another thing about the Jake is like the scales shouldn't be totally balanced, which I think that we're meant to think they are because they literally went boom, like they got locked in and that last, mm-hmm like epiphany you know time so if jake's still bumping around in there like it's not balanced so i'm curious as to how that works um okay so you don't think there's a world where mark is just like um daredevil no (laughs) in london no (laughs) yeah i mean because he's well so he'd be helped he'd be buds with blade he'd be buds with um with uh kit harrington Sure. Damn, I get whatever his name is, because he has all this Egyptian knowledge, so sure. he can like hang with those boys. I can also imagine a world, however, where he has more control over it, and Conchu isn't as like in his head. You yeah, know maybe what I mean? he controls Conchu. Maybe he's like, "Give me the suit." 
Yeah. And he can do Give me the healing. Suit. Give me that suit. Um, a few other things I want to say. I liked that we got some more of the nods to his Judaism in this episode because yeah. I don't think we have a canonized Jew- Jewish character. Uh, yeah, in- I... Canonized is the wrong word, but like a in canon Jewish character that right. we know of. Because I, I mean, I saw um, that Magneto, Ma- right? Magneto is supposed to be Jewish, right? Yeah, uh huh. So he's Jewish, but this Action. was big. I mean, he's not MCU as of yet, yet until next. True, week. but Marvel has a Jewish Magneto's Jewish. So that's yeah, kind of yeah. Um, I liked that. I also thought when he was in his little at his birthday party when he was little. Um, did you know? Did you catch that he was in like a white jacket and a white shirt? And I was like, "Is this like his little Mister Knight?" Oh, I know. He's like I didn't. in a white I, outfit. That's awesome. You know, I love the outfits, Brian. Of course, I know. Um, this has been outfit see. corner. With this has been outfit corner. Fashion with Joanna. Um, and then yeah, and then the brother drew the goldfish with one fin. Which again, how do you have? Well, I guess he chose a goldfish with one fin when he first got the goldfish. Yeah, on purpose. Because of that, yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay, so there's lots there's lots for them to sort out in this final episode. Yeah. Um, if what's your one wild guess for episode six, the finale? I mean, it. I would not be doing my due diligence if I didn't say that Doctor Strange comes out literally the next day after this finale. Um, Again, it could tie into Strange because I think Strange is going to have all sorts of crazy things happening in it. So it could be a tiny particle of a door that's open and we see something in there. But let's see. What is my crazy? I don't know. You go first. I have to think about this. I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to go with uh, what I said before. Either Mephisto. like. Yeah. Mephisto confirmed. Um, <laughs> I think it's either. I don't know, maybe it's a meta situation where, like, one thing is happening and then all this is happening behind the scenes, like I mentioned earlier. Like um, it's a movie? Yeah, or or, or the, my second one was the movie one, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, or that Jake was... I'm going to... I'm gonna. My more grounded one is that actually Jake was the one that was taking the brunt mm-hmm. of all of the... Uh, all of the beatings and the trauma. Because my, my thought is, like, Mark is the primary... And then, uh, what's his name? And then Steven is like, he would flip into Steven, but then Steven would actually flip into Jake. It's mm-hmm. like this progression. And, and Jake was actually the one protecting the two of them. So Steven didn't know about any of this stuff because he only like was there for good things or I don't know. Yeah. And then Mark knows everything that's happening to an extent. And Jake is the one that's actually been protecting them. And he's going to protect them in the last one. Oh, I love that. Oh, I hope that's the case. And maybe Jake isn't so different from Mark so that it wouldn't take – because we need to buy in. Like it was already hard enough to say goodbye to Steven when we were introduced through Steven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I I need to be able to buy in Jake real quick and we have one episode. So I think that would be a way to do it. You know, there's similar enough. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Um, okay, that's a good one. That's probably more likely than mine, but you did say pick something random. Um, I can't help but draw parallels to Egyptology, Rama Tut. I'm going to say Kang, <laughs> otherwise known as Rama Tut, mm-hmm. is somehow either one of the gods. He's going to show up in some way because he's either like, in a sarcophagus rumbling around or he's on the council of some other gods and he was absent that day or 
again, there's no purpose for him to truly be there other than the fact that he they, he has this link to Egyptology. Yeah. And this is a show all all encased in that. No pun intended. So, I mean, that's yeah. my theory. I like it. Even if Ramatunga, excuse me. Even if <laughs> your this is all boring. No. <laughs> even if Ramatut is the after credit sequence. Yeah, that you would be You know what dope. I mean? Like maybe they free Conchu and they accidentally knock another one off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and he's like, Kang's like, oh, thank God I was getting so stuffy in there. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. The neck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's my theory. So some Kang Ramatut uh, thing. I love it. Well, nerds, you sneaky old vultures. We hope you will join us next week for a few a few episodes. We've got a special episode to prep for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Moon Knight finale. Mm-hmm. And then we have our instant reactions the next day to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming to theaters on Friday of next week. But we will see it Thursday. Yes, and make sure to join us in the Nerdverse to to get all of that and you know all of that into your feed and stuff like that. Make sure to join us in the Nerdverse by following on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Again, in Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at the Nerdverse Pod. Be sure to blast over and subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get it, and wherever you get it, rate and review us there. Um, we would really appreciate it. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerdverses, the reviews are super important for us to grow. So thank you guys so much for listening and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, if I'm you, that means I've got this too. Very sweet line. Yeah, and and, and Mark's not gone. I mean, excuse me, he's not gone. Uh, Steven's not gone. He's not. I think he's gone in the capacity that was detrimental to Mark sure. being able to move on and to cope mm-hmm. with his problems. But I think he's obviously born from Mark. He is Mark, so he's there. Totally. Um, I'll be sad not to hear the accent anymore. Maybe he'll slip into it every now and then. Yeah. As a funny, ironic bit. I love it. (laughs) All right. Until next week. Until next week.